You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Hey everyone, just a quick reminder that if you're going to be making any purchases on Amazon.com, Amazon.ca, or Zazzle.com, please go to www.9to5.cc first and click the links in the sidebar or at the bottom of the page to support the site. It makes no difference to you, but it really helps us out a lot. Enjoy the show. Thanks. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to the 9to5 Entertainment System. Sophie is still too busy to speak, so we're the boys. What do we talk about, guys? So many things. We talk about Guts. We talk about the death of Wolverine and the end of the Fantastic Four. Oh, yeah, that was a spoiler. We talk about the CBC and John Q. Queuing. We talk about Legend of Grimrock 2 and Civilization Beyond Earth and Card Wars, the Adventure Time phone game. That slides into talking about Pendleton Ward, uh, The Simpsons, and how they were against Keith's childhood bootlegs and then x entertainment another website yeah <laughs> defunct website kind of like ours <laughs> damn no, it no it's not ours is not defunct keep listening this is nine to five entertainment this is the show Power with a giant keg of a guy. I still don't so think. his belly button is, is not. It's deep. It's this conversation deep. that you've just stepped into is about whether you have muscles in your belly button. I'm really, really, really excited. <laughs> of all the things that have happened, that was when I started recording. Which uh-huh. <laughs> popping in while Scott's like something about a Russian ba- bodybuilder. No, not a bodybuilder. A power lifter. Yeah, like one of those lifter. big... Like real like Ivan, Ivan, Ivanov. Yeah. That guy. With the, like the big, you know, the guys with the big, big it guts. Like Max, Maxim, Maximson or whatever. The like, Max, uh, maybe, yeah. I feel. You know the guys yeah. I'm talking about. Bjorn Bjorgensen. <laughs> they do yeah. the Olympic powerlifting, but they still have these huge, like, beer guts, but it's, like, all that, That's muscle. what a really strong guy really looks like. Right. Like, yeah. Uh, but his belly button's still got to be. That's right. His belly button's still got to be a little bit deep, right? Fine. But he's got no muscle around there. muscles there. Yeah, but they're not, like, connected to the ring. You wouldn't call it a sphincter. It's not a ring of muscle. It's. No, I'm just saying. listeners are no, just I'm just saying. If, yeah, but that's, if, whatever if, you were talking about was not recorded. If, <laughs> so if you poked, you're just like, but it's not connected to the. If you yeah, poked yeah, your one finger, of them is like, that's my fetish. No, no. If you poked your finger into that guy's belly button, yeah, and then he flexed his abs, yeah, would it pinch you? I don't think so. It's, I'm not so sure. Now it might pinch you, but it wouldn't be because of of like specific belly button muscles. It would be the other muscles are so strong that they're like they're co-opting the belly I think button. It wouldn't be like. Flexing it, it's like sucking it in. Like, watch, put your finger in your belly button. Listeners, do it at home, and then like suck, suck in. It's like a little pinch. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. It would be like, but imagine like a massive gut. Well, I don't have to imagine. I'm looking at your massive gut. My massive gut. I'm almost like ten pounds overweight. Uh huh. Like the way you pointed that out instead of Scott. I know. (laughs) We were talking about something. Well, like a big fat dude, but like Keith really just has the gut. Like other than that, it's not. It's not. Not punchy. Not it's just hungry. Yeah. yeah. This is the sound of me slapping my gut. Yeah, I picked up on the mic. He has not stopped <laughs> sucking it in. <laughs> still, still got his finger in there, folks. Yeah, you guys, that was the first two minutes of the podcast. Uh-huh. Welcome okay, to okay. We, 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 we're totally supposed to come out swinging this week with yep. the exciting news of the murder of the Wolverine. Murder of Wolverine. Did and it the death did of Wolverine, happen? yeah. I think it happened. Yeah. Again, I knew it was like announced. And Fantastic Four, did they stop them officially? I feel like this was actually how we ended off last week's episode. That's exactly what happened. We said, oh my god, we're at the end of the show and we really want to talk about this. Alright, so we're going to uh, tune in live now to our comics correspondent, Scott. Alright, so you know what's amazing? Um, When Marvel really was not doing well financially, they sold licenses off to other movie studios to you know make a little bit of scratch just to try to keep things going. So this Fox, is, we got up. the atrocities of the Fox versions of. Well, oh, no, Fox picked up X Men, and they did the first two X Men movies with with uh, Brian Singer, and those yeah. were cool. In, this, in yeah. this also era of terribleness, though, there were some bad, terrible X Men movies, like the Wolverine ones. Yeah, there was the Captain America movie. I don't know what that that, that stuff was all seventies licenses, and these guys were just desperately trying to keep the license. The Fantastic, the Fantastic Four, Four was yeah. was not even made for public release. They just made the movie to say oh, we made a we movie the with license. the license because they knew that the license was valuable. Wait, this so is the one that came out in the two thousands? No, the no, Fantastic Four, the eighties one. Okay, okay. <clears throat> foam suit thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff. It was really bad. Uh, Sony picked up uh, Fantastic Four 
and Spider-Man. Okay. And Sony did the Fantastic Four modern I think ones? so. Maybe it was Fox. I thought it was Fox. And Sony had Daredevil. Yeah. yeah. That was also Fox. Anyways. What, yeah, a, what about Catwoman? Yeah, yeah. I guess that's DC. That's DC. Yeah. DC. That's yeah. DC stuff is all Warner Brothers. Right. It's, it's, right. it's always all Warner Brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like 100. They own. They Marvel. they own DC. And anyway, they never let that stuff slide. Anyways, so you're this company, Marvel, and now you're realizing that your comic book characters, um, after you sold them to Disney for four billion dollars, can make 1.2 billion dollars like the Avengers did at the box office. And you're making these comic books, which produce all these great. Uh, base story is kind of like a testing the waters for what will or will not resonate with yeah. fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's like you're basically like a, every every comic that you put out is sort of like market research. What storylines click. And also you get cool writers to experiment with cool characters, and then you get cool movies. Yeah, sure. like in a way, like if you think about it. Like the it, Winter Soldier, the Captain America movie, that was a comic book idea from like, I guess, almost 10 years ago now, but... Hmm. Yeah, yeah, Bucky and, and Barnes, since, Metal and Arm. Since you own the property, you own, I guess, the rights to, to the stuff. So like, if you're, you're also, this... In yeah. a way, also, I'm just saying, Peter David is like a legit Hollywood writer. And I feel that, like, whatever he got paid to write his comics is not the same salary he would ask for to write a movie. But if you happen to, like, if you own Spider-Man, you can ape a Peter David story. No problem. And you just, like, adapt it for the screen, but it's still a Peter David written story. Yeah. And he's, like, a real writer. Sure. Same thing with... Uh, Straczynski, Straczynski or Greg Rucka. Yeah, exactly. Or, like, Joss Whedon? Didn't he write? Joss Whedon wrote yeah. a bunch of X-Men stuff. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So you're, so like... It's why big... would you keep doing that to help Fox out? Like, why would Especially you when they lower the X-Men value stories. of your brand. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, last year, they had the X-Men and the... Uh, this year, this current year, yeah. X Men First Class came out, and Guardians of the Galaxy came out. Right. And no, this year it was X Men: Days of Future Past. Days of Future Past. I'm sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Guardians of the Galaxy, and um, they were like, okay, we're going to do cross promotion with toys and comics and stuff. And Marvel was like, yeah, no, we're just going to do that for Guardians of the Galaxy, which makes perfect sense because right. you know you are not our friends, and we don't have to do you any of these favors, Fox. Mm-hmm. Marvel's taking it to a whole new level, yeah. which is they've killed Wolverine in the comic books. Right, proper kill because killed for business. Well, you know, <laughs> just killed for storyline. He's yeah, he's, he's 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 mutant dead. So I mean, he's he's not. Yeah, gone he's forever, also. I mean, like he, this is Wolverine. Who, if they ever do get the license back, Wolverine like will just come right back, regenerate, regenerate, yeah. and come back. He's already, he's already been to hell after Multiple. dying, and yeah. now he's right. coming back. Yeah. But for now, he's dead. So no new Wolverine stories. So. Write your own stories, Fox. Yeah. Except, it, isn't there a library of like seventy years or whatever of Wolverine stories Why for them to ones? draw upon? Why make new ones? I mean, I, I understand that, but but like from Fox's perspective, don't they have like a like a plethora of Wolverine stories that they can just take? For sure. Well, they but, did. But, they did take about twenty years of them in that first Wolverine movie, and shit on them. Yeah. Yeah. It was particularly. Yeah, they like, already. They really had, lined the cage of the executive <laughs> offices there. They already and, took Sentinels. They took Phoenix. They took a bunch of stuff. They've been stealing a lot of. The other thing, too, I mean, like, a little bit more subtle is that, mm-hmm. like, every comic shop you go into, Wolverine is the flagship character of Marvel. Right. So there's, like, how many? He was in, like, 20 monthlies at some point? Or oh, just a lot shit. of stuff. He was just all over the fucking place. So you're, like, you have Wolverine on the covers of all these comics. You have Wolverine on all the posters. Wolverine's the biggest fucking badass in the Yeah, he's in the zeitgeist. So it's, like, exactly. Like, he's in, like, the, the geek cultural consciousness. So if you just, like, kill him and then just... Take him away. Mm-hmm. I know I said zeitgeist in yeah. another way. Yeah, you did. <laughs> but, and you're just like removing him from the posters and all that stuff. It's like you're like eventually you're going to devalue the overall brand because people are going to stop giving a shit about Wolverine because Wolverine is only a thing that happens in movies every couple months, every couple years, I should say. And, and they're shitty. And they're shitty. Right. Like the people who are like fans of Wolverine only of the movies. I cannot imagine there are that many, but mm-hmm. people who are fans of the comic books, who are fans of the bigger universe, are yeah. are many. Yeah. yeah, and apparently in the same thing too with the Fantastic Four, they're just they're just canceling it. it. Yeah, exactly. Well, and they, they stopped like, it for a while. Yeah, yeah, and apparently that's the the thing is they were like based on the success of Guardians of the Galaxy, they were like when Marvel goes to space, they will go with Star-Lord. everybody's favorite fucking group of rapscallions in space. Yeah, the Guardians of the Galaxy, which is like not an <laughs> option, like. If every time space came up in Marvel Comics, like here's Star Lord and Rocket, yeah, I'll, most comic book readers would be like, "What the fuck is this shit? <laughs> Why are we talking about the Guardians of the Galaxy? This like C-rate fucking comic that nobody cares about." But now they're fucking, they're like 
important, valuable intellectual Household properties. names, practically. Like, I had a conversation with my dad about the Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, think about that. Who was his favorite? Groot. I don't think he saw it. <laughs> but, I, but I recommended it to him because it was just good fun. Yeah. yeah. Groot's going to be his favorite. Why? My dad? Yeah. I don't know, man. He's going to come the, back and be like, John, I saw the movie. No, I no, am no. Groot. He's, <laughs> he's going to be all over Star-Lord. You don't think? You don't think he would be like, as a person who made his money with plants... And living things. No, no. Groot speaks to me. He's a, he's a leader. He's the guy who <laughs> manages the company. This is exciting. He, he stuff, sees guy. the marketability of Groots. <laughs> if he could get some Groots to sell. To, to, yeah, exactly. To be fair, he just cut Groot. He he sold the plant company decades ago. Right. He kept the flowers. Sold the plants. So there's no more Groot. Sold Groot. Groot yeah. blossoms. He did. Yeah, and Groot does blossom. Then you have to yeah, cut him off. It's a tree. The flower. Okay, God, God damn it! This is the right, most so, boring. So, <laughs> what you guys are wondering is like, how could they possibly kill Spider-Man, being the marquee uh, title, right? I, so I, they did the ending Wolverine or ending the Fantastic Four, and that's like Fox's, you know, guy. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So they did that, and then they went over to Sony, and they're like, "Hey, Sony, uh, why don't we work something out with Spider-Man?" And Sony is totally on board, and they're working really hard right now to put so- Spider-Man in the next. Avengers movie. Really? Yep. Excellent. Huh. But is it going to be... Uh, like so it's Garfield? really... Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's like really a giant F you to, to Fox. Fox. So words, words must have been shared there. Okay. Fox did how many movies in this universe? Like six? Seven. Three, three X-Men's. Five plus X-Men's. The, plus the two. Five so X-Men's five X-Men's. And then two Wolverines. Seven. Okay. So of those, how many were absolute gobshite? Three. You would only two. put three? I'd put two. I'd yeah. only put two in there. Oh, we totally... We forgot. We were talking this whole time about the Fantastic Four. How many of them... They made two. They're both awful. Right. Yeah. So add, so it's nine films. Yeah. And then... So it's like five of them were completely fucking awful? The two Wolverines and, were, were and abysmal. Was, yeah. The, the third X-Men was... The third was, X-Men was terrible. I'm trying to think. Was Daredevil and Elektra both Fox, too? Right. Oh, they might be. Well, that only stacks the odds worse in their favor. But anyway, yeah, yeah. these guys have just a super shitty record. They're shitting all over the property of Marvel, like even devaluing the comics in it, in it potentially. Mm, maybe. No, I mean they're following I the I comics think... and putting Wolverine in all of them. Yeah, exactly. That's it. I mean, like I feel that <laughs> even in first class, he makes a cameo. Right? Yeah, <laughs> which was decent. Yeah, exactly. I and I honestly fucking did not appreciate like the, like certainly Fox is like capitalizing on the fact that everybody thinks Wolverine's the best. And I kind of like really disliked his insertion into uh, Days of Future Past. Past. Yeah, exactly. Because really? I was like, it's not you. It's supposed to be Kitty. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, People there's no Kitty. reason that it has to be Wolverine. It could have been kind of cool for it to have been someone else. Like, it was just like the only reason it was Wolverine going back was because Wolverine's super cool and Hugh Jackman's dreamy. Yep. Like, there's yeah. no. Also, Ellen Page came out. So. You think anybody was disturbed by that? Uh, People at Fox were. Really? And they're just like, hey, we're going to do this next X-Men movie, and we've got Ellen Page signed up for the next, whatever, four movies in her contract that we can option. Mm-hmm. And she's gay. How How is that a problem? Right, how many Ellen Page movies have you seen? Like, Juno, big hit, lots of stuff, and then... Super. Inception. She was Inception, in Inception. And then she came out after Inception. I feel like Chris Nolan wouldn't give a shit. I don't feel like Chris anybody would. wouldn't give a shit. Studio execs might. Yeah. I really, I really don't think so. It's not like they're the CBC. <laughs> Guys, I was gonna say I have a perfect segue. <laughs> <laughs> a big, big corporations letting people go from their uh, companies due to you know. Uh, so we don't know the whole story. So here's yeah. here's an interesting thing. Yeah. Okay, well, I guess we'll give a little bit of background if you haven't heard, and I feel that if you're Canadian, which if most of our listeners are, you Facebook have. exploded on Sunday with people talking about John Gameshi. John Gameshi's that guy who you kind of pretend that... Is that how you pronounce it? It's John. John. Yeah. John Gameshi. Right. Yeah. yeah. It just sounds like John. You did sound like John. Anyway. Let me finish the Anyway. John. Yeah. John. Not, but it's not Italian. It's Host of the queue. Host of the queue on CBC, like the basically the the, the, the cool guy from CBC Radio, like the, the Strombolopolis top, top rated CBC show, Strombolopolis of their radio division, right? Sort of, and former singer of Moxie Fruitis, um, got fired from the CBC for information that came to light, and then he is countersuing them for fifty million dollars for defamation of character. I have two additions to that. I heard yeah. that he was actually let go for not, in fact, being the king of Spain. Okay. And two, he hasn't actually filed that suit against them. Yes, he's, he's that hasn't happened he yet. He served them with papers on Monday. Or oh, something. did he? 
It not, but it's not a suit. It's like you have. Not, it's not always, but like yeah. in lots of business stuff like that, you can like present your case to sort of like try to circumvent the whole legal the whole legal process, whatever. It's like it's not uncommon where they're like, "This is the case that we're filing," or whatever. But right. whatever. And I was reading this article that was came out this morning. This is on Tuesday, written by a lawyer mm-hmm. who was just like, "It sucks," but even if he did nothing wrong, if a pu- a company that its value is based on public image fires someone for not matching the public image of that company is completely in the right because hmm. he is a public image of that company. And so they're like, the CC, its value is a public, is like an image company, right? It's like they project an image of Canadian values and blah, 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 blah. And yeah. they're like, they're like, that is all it needs to be. If he was an accountant in that company, mm-hmm. Then he would have a, a case. A case, right? But he's not. He's a public figure that represents the values of that company. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no judge or arbitrator or whatever will actually be able to file. Like, even if he did nothing wrong, everything was consensual, and it's fine. And he was just yeah. like adults doing adult stuff. They could be like, because this is going to come to light publicly, and this does not match with our public thing. I was like, that's kind of well, shitty. I, I think we still haven't actually said what happened you, or what, what the allegations. What are. the allegations were? The allegations. Okay. So John Gameshi published this big 1,500-word letter on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, after meeting with a, a PR firm. Yes, after well, meeting with a PR firm. For sure, a for carefully sure. carefully crafted 1,500-word yeah. letter. Yes, carefully crafted. There's like I've seen some stuff where they go and they, they pick that apart piece by piece in terms of what words that are used. Jilted ex-girlfriend is Just one of them. say what happened. Okay, so John Gameshi likes to have rough sex. That he does. According to... Him. According to him. Yeah. According to him. He likes Soon Garden's like kink, BDSM, rough sex, role play. This is like his words in yeah. his letter. Now, the allegations are that he essentially took that too far and was operating like without a safe word and going p- over the boundaries that was agreed upon by two consenting adults. Those are the allegations. His version is there was a safe word. Uh, there was like established boundaries, and I worked within them. And for the record, all of these allegations are coming from somebody not associated with the CBC. This is an ex-lover of his, who is he, or, no, let's, or let's back several. up a little bit. Yeah. There, there was a freelance writer yeah. out of Toronto who did some investigative journalism, mm-hmm. spoke to one woman who yeah. was an uh, an ex of John Kameshi's, mm-hmm. uh, who made some allegations yeah. that there was sexual assault and rape. Yeah. And in continuing this investigation, this reporter found three other people who also said this about him. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then he took these this story that he had put together to a Toronto newspaper. Yeah. Toronto Sun, I believe. Who also obviously looked into it before printing it. Yeah. Right. They're not just going to be like, yay, that sounds it's fun. Guy, put I can't on. remember his name. He runs. He does the Canada Lands. Canada Lands. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. Canada yeah. Land podcast. Um, and did they print it? And they printed it. Yeah. And then... How did um, as they were going to print it, yeah. they informed some of their colleagues at the CBC, saying, "By the way, this is this gonna is going to be coming." Yeah, and the CBC again, not a small corporation and not mm-hmm. ones without lawyers on staff, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, or investigators on staff, yeah. said, "Hmm, everything about this looks like it'll be bad, yeah. and we're going to take these measures now." Yeah, exactly. And that, and, that, and, and like I said, that's that's kind of the messed up part is that. The, the messed up part isn't that he's into kink and that's why he got fired. Yeah, yeah, the exactly. messed up part is that four people are saying that he was a rapist. Yeah. yeah. Well, except the fact fired. that there's been no criminal charges processed by, yeah. by yeah. the Toronto Police Department. Because yeah, none, none of those girls went to the, yeah, to the exactly. police. Yeah. Not, Which is not. not uncommon. Like, in the defense of many, many victims of sexual sure, assault, sure. it's not uncommon for them to... Especially if they met at in, in an environment where rough sex was sort of expected and then they they agreed upon rough sex and then these women felt that he went too far like even just also the like culture of celebrity right yeah like a celebrity did that to you that's got to fuck with your self-esteem and your guilt and whatever where you're like i just won't say anything it was a celebrity you know it's also saying hi my name is this person and that celebrity did that to me yeah exactly that celebrity and his hundred thousand twitter followers i hope you're not mad yeah it's public public image of the cbc and whatever like beloved face yeah that's pretty scary as yeah, shit. Yeah, for sure. So it's, it's different to say to a reporter saying, yes, I do know him. Yes, he did this to me. Yeah, exactly. This is, this is off the record. I won't testify for this, but I'll tell you as an investigative journalist. I, I think for the most of us, we didn't hear about any of these allegations prior to reading Gian's Facebook post. Like, I saw that before I heard of any of the rest of this stuff. I, it was kind of going down 
Yeah. Uh, like earlier than Because that. The, the story hadn't it's, been printed yet. Yeah. Of, yeah, well, exactly. But the story only got printed after all this came out. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's it, what I'm saying. Like, CBC was, made their moves and yeah. before the story was out. Yeah. And Gomeshi made his move also before this. Which, which was very aggressive. Like, putting all of this stuff out there, this is, like, like essentially an offensive maneuver in expectation of his firing. Yeah. And, well, and well, in ex- they, they, they told him straight up, right? You read the whole letter? Like, yeah, yeah, he was fired at that like, point. Exactly, because he was like, they were like, you can walk away quietly, yeah, or we can fire you. Like, they gave him the out. Wow. And then he was like, you're going to have to fire me. So, like, he chose to... Make this public in a yeah. way because they gave yeah. him they gave him an out of like we can just part ways you can go quietly and whatever and yeah no it just so happened that Walter member of the local Montreal media mm-hmm. was over at the house on Sunday afternoons so he was a little bit like he had like a beat on it based on the like um, on Friday he announced his like a sabbatical and then really? there was like yeah he, there was like rumblings and his father had recently passed away so a lot of people thought it was that yeah. and it was kind of it was like we were sort of tapped into it as it was happening like mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden we were like probably one of the first people to read the freaking letter because it was just like it was like oh shit john just posted john yeah. just posted a letter and we we're like and we read it we we're like holy shit this is pretty intense yeah exactly I th- I 50 shades it- of grameshi huh? hey oh I, th- I thought it was really like it, it was like a it felt to me extremely crafted Oh, you yeah. know, like it well, was super well written. Well, designed yeah. to it engender all the sympathy you could possibly right. get. He's, he's well spoken, yeah, and he's like well written yeah. to begin with. And then imagine like an army of lawyers. An army of lawyers. Like it doesn't sound like it's not like his words either, but just like telling him exactly yeah. how to like craft that like that letter. So I would be concerned if he got fifty million dollars of our taxpayer money. Yeah. Really? I'm I'm a little concerned that a very popular public figure uh, really tried to almost blame the people who are saying they're the victims in this. A little and bit. Four people he, are saying this guy assaulted them. Yeah. Yeah. And and and, and raped them, and he's just like, man, my ex girlfriend's a bitch. Yeah. Bitches, like, right? A little like, bit. It's kind of uh, upsetting. The other thing, too, is like, I kind of wish that Sophie was here because she's our resident subspace expert. Uh-huh. It, in that, like, I imagine that if I was engaged in, like, kinky stuff, particularly if I was a celebrity with, like, money on the line, there would be, like, written contracts of, like, safe words, where the line is, what, like, the line is. Because it's, like... Like what was it like? It's like the Louis C.K. joke where the. Where I the just wanted you to go for it. Are you fucking out of your mind? Yeah, exactly. But yeah. like, I forget. Like as like an extension of that joke, there was this one part where he was like, "Cause you know what happens? One thing you were like, ah, that didn't do it for me, and then you go to the cops. Who are they gonna believe? The girl yeah. with like a black eye and my DNA all over her, or like <laughs> yeah. a fat balding ginger who's like, no, she told me to rape her. Yeah. Like, there's like a certain precautionary steps of like. Like I said, I wouldn't even. I would go as far as to like have a written contract of being like, here are like like choking and slapping and whatever, and like this is what we're. This yep. is the okay group, and yeah. you sign that, and that's what we're okay with. So, like, and you are not coerced into it or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ab- absolutely, to I cover understand your bases that because it's as soon as even if someone agreed in the moment and then felt bad about it afterwards, the like, the physical. But like, you can totally get why that didn't happen, right? It's like prenuptial agreements between when you're marrying someone really rich. You don't want to because you're in love with them, but really, it's the reasonable, responsible thing to do. It's it's if you are leaving bruises on a girl for funsies, yeah, there, like there needs to be something extremely formal to protect you to protect yeah. you for that because, and like I said, there's in in no way victim blaming because it's like it's in every right. If if I was even remotely unclear. Yeah. Of what was going on. Like, say I was like, oh, it's going to be rough sex. I'm okay with that. And then I get close-fisted punches. I'm like, that I was not okay with. That is not what I agreed to. And it's that is still wrong. And, and then part, part of the allegations, wrong. right, are that, are that the women in that particular case, that happened. And they said stop. They used the stop word or whatever. And then it didn't. And then he didn't. Yeah. You know? So, you know? And four of them? Four. Four. Yeah. Well, well if, that's, if, that's, if that's his fetish, like, that's what he's into. That means that, like... 
There's probably a million – like, that's what I was saying. We were talking about in the email thread. Yeah. I was like, he could have had consensual rough sex with 100 women. Yeah. The one person that he crossed the line with, you're still a fucking sexual aggressor rapist. Like, mm-hmm. you know, that's, just – That's what it takes. That, that's what happens. Yeah. It's just like you could – everything else could have been above board and you fucking raped one woman. That doesn't mean that you did not rape her because you did 100 incidences of rough sex. You're right. still a fucking criminal. Like, yep. if that's yep. what went down. But again – no criminal charges against him, which and, is kind of interesting. And, and, you know, that is fine because no one's made a police report. Right. Yeah. And he can't argue that. Yep. Yeah. It's just like yeah. that's, that's such a um, – because no one has filed a police report to pursue a, a criminal investigation in this regard – doesn't mean that it didn't happen. Yeah. Sure. Absolutely. And yeah. that that is not a defense against this news report. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean and you can't you can't you can't say, well, no one went filed to the police report, so obviously it's fake. Like it just that's that's a that's a broken argument. Yeah. What, what do you guys think about his chances in the media world after this? Like do you think he's gonna get work at another network? Yeah, absolutely. He's like well, a well-respected interviewer, far yeah, as I know. Well, yeah, eh, ish. There's like I don't know. I think um, when you do when you get mixed up with something like that, that that's that's that particularly awful, mm-hmm. and you're not a professional athlete. Um, <laughs> you don't play for the NFL, Gameshi. Or come on, uh, college football. Those kids get away with ooh. fucking literally murder. Yeah, college football-related story too. Kobe Bryant. Uh, yeah. Ray Rice. Uh, well, Ray Rice. Who was didn't go on to win championships. Uh, the dogs? Michael, Michael Vick. Vick. Michael Vick. Yeah. Um, yeah okay, here's my thing is that... Uh, Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. Right. Convicted. Right. Convicted rapist. rapist. Yeah. yeah. Uh, did you see him in The Hangover? Because that was funny. It was. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. unless you're a professional athlete, you don't really get over that. Right. Well, right. yeah, that's the thing. Is it, it, To me, if he can recover from his career or not, he- depends heavily on if any proof comes out. If there's just allegations and he got cut and tied from the CBC, no, I think I think reaction is completely what what gets you over it. What do you mean? Like how he's going to handle <sighs> this situation? I think what he's done in trying to dismiss it, saying that this is in these allegations, there's a victim. Um, yeah, 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 right. Factual or not, there there's the allegations have an aggressor and a victim, and he's saying that she's uh, a crazy, jilted ex-lover. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think that's endearing or uh, accepting any level of responsibility or uh, yeah, but like it's it seems extremely dismissive of what is a fairly serious situation. Yeah, I agree. And but I don't think everybody not would see only it that, that way. I think there's a certain <sighs> amount of people that are going to be attracted to his notoriety because of this who wouldn't listen to a show like Q, but will listen to whatever he does now. But are any of them going to be advertisers? Yeah, yeah that's the risky thing. Like, like, and uh, I'm trying to think. Hugh Grant had this sexual scandal where he was caught with a yeah, prostitute, yeah. In and a he car. went on Letterman and said, "I'm sorry," and his career kept on trucking because it was not dismissive of the situation. Hmm. It was Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> Robert, Robert Downey Jr. Same thing. Uh, many, many entertainers who've engaged in horrible drug Sean Penn? addiction. Sean Penn, very yeah. violent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Same kind of thing, like admitting that they were at fault, taking the responsibility unto themselves. And then but not kind you, of Gibson. playing it off. <laughs> um, Mel Gibson exactly is the example, like saying, well, yeah, well, that's how I was raised, so it's not my fault. Like, Right, and, every, and is he a pariah? No, he's still making millions and multi-million dollar movies. Isn't I don't it? know. I don't know when the last yeah. time he made a movie was. He made The Beaver, but that was with uh, Jodie Foster, his best friend. What was, was, the, what was the one about the Joe? Aztecs? Something. Apocalypto? No, he was in Apocalypto? I thought, that he, I just, thought like, he directed it or maybe. something. That was yeah. after his arrest, but before the audio came out of him using the bad words. Beating the hell out of his wife. Oh. The thing the thing is, is that it's tricky but like I said, he has right now international exposure and mm-hmm. international notoriety. If he can, it, again, like if, if there's anything criminal, no, you're fucking done. 
Yeah. And even then, yeah. you're you're not really done. You're done for maybe like ten years. Then you can Mike Tyson your way back into the public side. Uh, maybe. Yeah, and he's not yeah. athletic enough. He's yeah. not athletic enough. That's true. He'll also be fifty-seven well, yep. in ten years from now. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think there's like a certain amount of people that'll be a attracted to that notoriety. And if he like if he goes into some sort of like internet thing and like become carries his personality becomes the face of bdsm in the modern world or sure totally possible yeah exactly if he becomes like an angle yeah yeah, exactly he comes like bdsm talk with john gameshi fucking whatever Mm -hmm. and then brings go to subspace together yeah exactly (laughs) traveling to subspace with john gameshi right anyway yeah exactly like there there is an angle where he comes out on top and I, I mean, know. I don't I think it's gonna, think I think any angle he comes up with is going to come across like his letter as crafted by a public relations firm and Okay, but like there kind of there are people on Facebook right now who are otherwise relatively like informed people who are just like on board with him. Like I don't want to name names, and but the, the reason the reason is because he came out swinging. Like he got that he got his letter, his side of the story, out into the public eye first. Yeah, and, and he did large. it in a way and, and big and like sexy and fucking like entertaining in a sense for everybody to go and look at his at his his little private life with way more details than are fucking needed. Lascivious to, to get the story. Oh, so yeah, lascivious <laughs> and, and and that like scintillating, gust up, yeah. titillating story was yeah. was like exactly how to capture the public eye, right? Like yeah, exactly. I, like you can't come. Like, I don't know. Unless you're like extremely, uh, like penetrative, <laughs> trying to, trying to get through to, to like what he was really trying to do with that letter. I think it's easy to get caught up in like his side of the story. Yeah. yeah. And I like I I totally agree with you, Scott. I was not captivated by his story. It felt it felt too calculated to be true to me. What he was I, saying. Yeah. They they were, they were high fructose corn syrup. Like, yeah. That's the one thing. The one thing that is kind of interesting is that this is brought out was that. The, in a in a way, there's there's kind of a win for the BDSM community of this is that in 2014, saying I'm into rough sex and BDSM is like a thing you would say publicly as a defense to your actions. Well, so, defense against rape allegations. It's like yeah, but because remember he's saying the two. <laughs> no, I know, but I'm just saying. But like, but like there is not very long ago that w- nobody would do that. You'd be already condemned. Like the fact right. that that's even a defense or a perceived defense. Yeah. It's kind of like at least some degree of acceptance to the lifestyle. Like the fact that you can even say that. How, how as a popular defense. was Fifty Shades of Grey? How many copies did that Super book sell? Super popular. Right. So that was a BDSM sex book that got into the public eye. Yeah, exactly. Everybody's that, all that, over that shit right now. That's what I'm saying. Is yeah. that like there's like the BDSM community is like at least it's not as like yeah, but it's dirty not, and hidden. It's not Fifty Shades of Grey and Four Shades of Rape. Yeah. yeah. Again. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. No, I don't think anybody's like fucking agreeing with the the rape thing like he's if fuck if any of that comes out as being true yeah like, no, this is this here's like it, the interesting it doesn't even matter if it it's not going to come out as true because there's no one who's going to go hunting for the truth right the, you don't think well, well he's not going to he's not going to say oh yeah uh forget about that 50 million dollar lawsuit i raped four people and those four people Aren't it's not like they have t- tapes of it anywhere, yeah, right? Like not if they obligated. had evidence, like, that yeah, would have come out already. You filed me under W for waitress. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I just I don't understand why he didn't walk out quietly and hope that article just blew over. Like came out in Toronto and died there. Yeah, he he might be right. There's a, there's a possibility that he's right, yeah, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Like. Doesn't Yeah, again, I'm gonna go with the investigative reporter and the ethics of the newspaper, the backing Toronto of the CBC and four separate four separate yeah. allegations. I, uh, I feel like I wanna go I read that Toronto Star. I don't think that uh, his explanation of a jilted ex lover drumming up support for her crusade against him holds enough water yeah. for me to be like, Oh Jen. <laughs> Tell me more about independent music. Like I just, <laughs> it's not. I would need more than a PR firm and uh, a, a tale of a Mad X. A Facebook letter. I would like to hear more about Billy Bob's movies, though. <laughs> but he's here to talk about his music. <laughs> but his movies, come on, they're so good. Okay, yeah. let's lighten this up. We're going to just bitch about John Gamachi and then fuck this. We were on independent music, anyone... 
<laughs> no, I, 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 I have two video games that I played. They're brand spanking new. I will tell you about one of them. You will have to choose. I know, dude. One of them was... Oklahoma. One of them was the indie title uh, Legends of Grimrock, and the other one was the brand new Civilization game Beyond Earth. So you can pick one. One of them's a big, big fancy for Axis title, multi-million dollar budget, I think. Huge, huge, huge release. Newest Civ game. The other one, super indie, low budge, tiny, and Notch said it was the best game he's played this year. Let's go with Notch, because Scott's not uh, chiming in. Yeah. Scott's what? like, I will give a shit God in eight years. <laughs> no, I played the last. Civ I know, game. and you played oh, the shitload out of this, and yeah. this one was in the same engine. Too bad, Notch. All right, so <laughs> Legends of Grimrock. I know. I you, feel like there's more coverage on the internet of Civ than there is. That's absolutely true. So you guys have all, of course, played um, the three Eye of the Beholder games: Eye of the Beholder One, oh, yeah, Eye totally. of the Beholder Two, The Legend of Dark Moon, and Eye of the Beholder Three: yeah, The I've, Ruins of Mithril. I've played one and two. I'm going to wait a year or two to get onto three. Well, it, it's probably <laughs> 17 years old right now. I'm just picking that number at random, but I feel like yeah, it's probably. I feel like I old. played a little bit of one and then didn't like it because I never played D and D, and I was like, these monsters are dumb. Oh, yeah, man. So the 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 monster in, in one, I just beat in one of the most fantastic ways. Which game? Uh, Eye of the Beholder. Yeah. Uh, you, what, you're playing it right now? Yeah, well, yeah, no. Uh, it was great. <laughs> I got to the last boss in that game after hours and hours the and beholder. hours and hours of pain. Uh, and the, the Beholder is in this giant room, and like you have to be stacked to take him down. Yep. Or you have to have a lot of really powerful archers, and lots of ranged magic. That's one way. Um and the way that I beat Except him was, range magic doesn't work because his, uh, his central range, eye has an attacks. anti-magic cone. Range attacks, lots of arrows. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the way I beat him was by getting him stuck in the door and throwing rocks at him for like two hours. Yeah? Did yeah. you get the wand of Sylvanas? You can zap him with it and it forces him back. And in the back of his room, there's a huge spike trap. You can zap him into it and there's a special cutscene. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, he came by the door, the door. I threw all the rocks at him. And then I hid. And then he drifted away. So I went to pick up all the rocks. And then... Ran Did in, it again. Had him come by the door of this That's kind of how we beat the yeah. first Borderlands game. Remember, <laughs> like, I got, like, stuck under, like, the big boss's, like, arm flap and was like, I'm going to punch him to death. And he couldn't hit you from, from safe there. underneath his armpit. Yeah, that, that is one of my video game stories. Anyway, that, like, one so of the first ones. this Eye of the Beholder game, essentially, uh, I, I will explain it, even though I know you guys have both played the crap out of it. It's It's like, like... You know, the whole game is 10 foot by 10 foot cubes that your party of four adventurers occupy. And then when you press left and right, like you turn, your characters turn 90 degrees to the left Mm -hmm. or right. And then the whole map is on this grid. And then it's essentially a gigantic dungeon. And there's little observation puzzles. Can I find the little secret button to get the thing? Or can I uncut, like you you find a little scroll that explains that you can do this particular thing in this one location. You got to find the location and do the thing. And then you uncover treasures and whatever. This game is is a modern recrafting of that. Not in the D&D system, but whatever. It's like a fantasy generic thing you 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 build your four characters you're thrown into this gigantic dungeon and you got caverns and wyverns caverns and wyverns exactly and um it's graphics are i'm not i'm not gonna say like gorgeous but (laughs) keith's working on that one (laughs) no no i got caverns and wyverns i'm trying to come up with another one Uh, trolls and chainmails i don't know the the um this game was super super fucking fun had puzzles that were like like just painfully obvious when you look back at it in retrospective and just toxically horrific when you're there stuck in it and you have no idea what to Oubliettes do. and Ouroboros. That's pretty good. Right? That was good. <laughs> um, and and it is like 20 bucks or something on Steam right okay. now. And super, super fun. I beat it in, um, I think, four days. And I will admit that I cheated on the internet for like one or two puzzles. Oh. Made me feel a little bit sad. But, um, man, when I got the solution, I was like, Nope, never would have figured that fucking one out. <laughs> I would have ran around in circles for like a fucking year before thinking of that. Was there when you got the solutions? Were there like logical? Were there like logical steps where you're like go to the upper left corner and then press up? It's like, it's never like obnoxious. Never old school bullshit. Yeah, it's ne- it's never old school bullshit. But a lot of the ones that it's that like I was stuck on bullshit. Well, there's how like, many times I have to cut this fucking cake? Like, there's, there's like, you know, there, you get staves. Sometimes the staves have, like, like if you hold the, the mouse button on the staff, you get to zap it with a spell, right? Normally those spells are all used in combat to zap monsters that you're fighting. There's one staff that in one door, you can zap the door and the door will open. And it's the only way to open the door. And, like, the only, the, like, the connection between the staff and the door is thematic. Like, it looks a little bit like a snake and there's, like, a snake icon near the door. So you're sort of supposed to put that together. But, like... 
up to that point, you've uncovered probably like 15 staves and never once had to use them and never once had an indication mm. that it would work in that way. And likely, you picked up this staff and were like, okay, it does a shitty attack. I don't give a shit. And like left it in a corner somewhere and then not yeah, thought yeah. to bring it and use it. So those are like the worst the worst of the puzzles. But I got, which is that's, a, that's, that's a puzzle where the game doesn't teach you that the ma- mechanic exists. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. right. I, and it's I, just experimentation. I, I kind of like... Man, the first person to figure that out must have been pumped. Yeah. Well, there were some that I did where I was like, oh, my fucking God, that was that was hard. There's like, there's stuff like that that I find that, like, devs can put, like, little hints in yeah. and being like, you've been fucking stuck for 45 minutes. Like, do you want a hint? And you can put no. Yeah. You can put yes. And it could be just something just being like, that symbol over the doorway, it's a snake. Where have I seen that before? Right. So at least you're like, oh, it's a snake thing. They don't even necessarily spell it out, but, like... There are hints for a lot of these things in the game, so it's not... You're never, like, left quite 100% on your own. But yeah. the game, like, there's one little dungeon at the start, and then you're left in kind of, like, a central area, and then there's, like, four or five branching sections off of okay, that. Okay. So, like, you can get lost in one and be like, fuck this, and just go to the other one and, and mm. tool around. But, you know, like, when you get to the end, and you're missing one of the little, the little power gems to uncover the whatever... And you're like, which one of the four areas do I go into to get that power gem? Mm-hmm. I have no fucking clue. And then there's just like this huge world you got to wander around in yeah, to, yeah. to find it. Anyway, whatever. I like recommend this game super highly, and because it, it's kind of name it's of it again. Sorry, Legend of Grimrock Two. Okay. The first one is out there. It's a little less polished than this, and there's no connection between the two, so there's no reason to go back. But yeah, but yeah. I would I would like recommend this one. It's like I had a great fun with it, and it was cheap, and it was uh, it was exactly what I was looking for. Fun. Yeah. Civilization. You want to hear about that too? Yeah, yeah, uh, we can totally talk about it. Goddamn Reddit for Civ just went completely not to what I'm doing anymore. So, <laughs> so <laughs> it was like um, four pages of this game that I haven't even heard of. Uh, like, Sid oh, Meier's Civilization Beyond Earth is the new uh, Civ game. It's in the same. Is it Civ Earth? No, it's <laughs> Civ it, not it, Earth. You, is it after Earth? It, you have you're like at the end of Civilization. Will Smith one, there? one of the wins, you get us on a spaceship and you fly over to another planet. Mm-hmm. So this is continuing that story. Your guys crash land on another planet. You divide up into there are factions. So rather than having like the Aztecs and the Zulus and the whatever, there's like different factions from old Earth. Each one with their own sort of ideologies that that go down together. Tom and, Zarek, General Adama. Yeah, yeah why not? <laughs> um, so and and it even draws a little bit from Sid Meier's Alpha Centauri, a tiny bit. If, and if you're looking for an Alpha Centauri kind of experience. This is not not good enough. It's not that that good of a game. Okay, <laughs> I, like I'm I'm honestly very disappointed by Civ Beyond Earth. It's painfully easy. Like the the difficulty level is just toned down. So I've already beaten it on the second to hardest difficulty level, and mm-hmm. I don't feel like it's a big challenge to beat it on the hardest one. So like, there are all kinds of mechanics that they changed from the first Civ or from Civ Five, which was really like a reboot of the whole franchise. Mm-hmm. Like one to four are very similar, and then five is like way different. This one is more in the five vein, and they um. They changed a lot of the a lot of mechanics for the better, but I don't feel like they were balanced properly. Like it feels like they just there wasn't enough time to 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 put the polish onto this game. So I'm, I'm a little disappointed because Civ Five he worked on it. It's it a good game. Yep. I just really wish you would have gone back to Pirates. <laughs> yeah, well, Pirates, Pirates was good fun. Sid Meier's new Pirates. Yep. Make yeah. it happen. Uh, that would make me happy. PS4 or something. I played the hell out of the. That game on the Genesis, which I didn't even have a Genesis. I played the fuck out of that game. Really? And then the Xbox version came out. Yeah. Was yeah, it good? Yeah. Holy shit that I played the hell out of that game. Hmm. The only, it's good, except it's got the Sid Meier's uh, language voice acting on it. So I everybody talks like you. I don't think I ever played Pirates. Yeah. Seriously. The one thing about Pirates, though, is that like, you can get so distracted and far away that you can make the game unplayable. Really? Or, yeah, you can lose. You can decide, I am going to be a pirate and I'm not going to rescue my family. But Look yeah. at me, I'm rich. My family's dead. Yeah. <laughs> and you can also, but like, also if you're like, at one point they were like, go find Blackbeard. I was like, I fucked up Blackbeard a while ago. He is no longer there, so I can't get that item from him because I scuttled his ship like a long time ago. Because really? I, I was just dancing about in the fucking ocean for a while. <laughs> Saw Queen Anne's Revenge and took it out. I was like, Queen Anne's Revenge, holy shit. And then it's like... They're- there is the option for non-linear gameplay, but actions do have consequences for the larger plot points. Right. <laughs> exactly. So, like, when they're just sort of like, oh, yeah, the last movie you saw, it's like, you're like, oh, I've just... The game is not over, but you cannot proceed because... I'm 75 years old. I'm trying to hunt down my great uncle who's 50 years older than me. Uh, he's dead pretty now. Pretty sure he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> pretty sure he's dead. I should have I should have gotten on that faster. Yeah, exactly. I'm extremely rich right now. He, I have a goddamn armada under me, but and, I cannot save my He died family. in a dungeon. 
Well, Beyond Earth actually puts in that kind of questing stuff into okay. it, which it's never I've never seen that in a Civ game before, where there's like build this particular thing in this particular city, build you know, go send a unit okay. to here, do this action, whatever, which is kinda of cool. But um I don't know like you know, Civ Five was a bit of a mess when it launched as well, and it took two expansions to really get it into the right place. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this game is going to be amazing when there's two expansions. And I feel a little dirty that I paid full price for the game that isn't isn't quite ready. Oh, I don't think I would pay full price. I would definitely wait. Isn't that the thing that they tried to make illegal in Germany? Did they? They tried to. Yeah. What do you mean? They tried to say that it's a breach of the uh, Consumer Care Act or whatever else like that. Really? If you release a video game. And on your business strategy, it like requires patching to be like functional, like well, or like or like not entirely functional, but yeah. like as like as advertised, right? Like the game as advertised, and you're not releasing the game that's ad- advertised. And part of your business strategy is that you're going to patch it afterwards. That that's actually I don't know if it would ever happen to it. I just remember kind of yeah. like it popping up in video game well, news somewhere. Like it's it's undeniably functional. Like it is definitely a game you can play, but it, it's like. It almost plays be itself. It's so easy. Could be better. It, it it's going to be better. I'm sure it's going to be a spectacular. And game even in a and even years. if the devs never make it better, it's probably going to be like because it's a PC game. There's going to be fan patches to make like a difficulty level yeah. that works yeah. out. It's going to be. Oh that man, sh- Civ Five has a lot of those mods, and some some of them are like really smart and yeah. really really good. Like, yeah, yeah, I played the shit out of Civ Five. Holy I'm crap. still slowly playing through. I haven't had a lot of time to lately. Sure. I'm playing this stupid Facebook wrestling game. <laughs> it's so stupid, but... You know what I've been playing? A lot of... What's that? The Card Wars game on my phone. Seriously? Adventure Time Card Wars. It's... Uh, I think it's like four bucks, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. And there is in-app purchases, but they're not fucking nearly that obnoxious. And... So you can be the best in the world without in-app purchases. Yeah. Like, because what happened... Well, little... The best players... The best players don't use in-app purchases. I doubt that. Even then, probably not that many. Like, I like I'm online. There's like a there's a there's a subreddit for it, mm-hmm. and a lot of the guys on the subreddit basically almost never do it. Like, you build up these gems by doing quests and whatever, and the gems are the main in-app purchase point. But the way it happens is that even I forget how many fucking thousands of players they are, but you're always put into a tournament of a hundred players. Mm-hmm. So, but because it's a tournament of a hundred players, a casual gamer who's actually like building a decent deck and playing through like a reasonable amount of time, like let's say like. Basically, if you if you play to and from work on the bus, you'll probably be able to rank in top ten, and top ten is most of the good rewards. Hmm. So you get like a pretty rare card, a couple of gems which are in game currency, a couple coins which are the low game currency. But this isn't a game that's like free to play, and then it has to nickel and dime you to get any money out of you whatsoever. You paid five bucks to yeah, to exactly. Start. That's yeah. it. Yeah. So it's like, and then and even so it's, it's not like Magic the Gathering online. It's not. It's not that bad. Like I've I finished first in tournaments without hmm. without any. I've not spent a dime in this game, and I finished first in tournaments and gotten the black card, which you, is like the most. You cannot card. see this at home. How proud his face is! You'd have no idea. He has the so. black card. I'm so excited. <laughs> it's a really good card. It's a card. <laughs> it's a card with a zero deploy cost, which is like all the black cards. Which like the thing is though is that because the f- first place are zero deploy cards. Like I've yeah. been online, and like if you want to fucking shill money to ensure that you're first place. If you, within about a couple months, you'll have a like a, almost an unbeatable deck. So that's kind of shitty. Oh right, like like you get all black cards or whatever. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's it. But you can only win one every tournament, so it would take huh. a long time to make a deck of those. But so, you can trade them from other people. No, that's the one thing that you can't do, which I think is helps at least keep the in-app purchasing down. Right. Is that because you can't trade, there isn't an insane value to those black cards, right. so people won't spend money to get them. Right. Like if you could trade, if you could like, oh shit, I'm gonna fucking shill cash, get a black card. And then I will fucking sell it either for real world money or in game currency and just stack my deck with really good cards that aren't black. Hmm. That's I think where you'd kind of like where the in app purchasing would kind of spiral up. So yeah, no, it's really fun. It's based on the Card Wars game uh, that you see in the show Adventure. For Time. one episode? Yes. The episode called Card Wars. You see it multiple times actually. Really? When the, the episode where okay, spoilers. Spoilers. The episode where Prismo dies, mm-hmm. the cosmic owl wants to play Card Wars. That's true. They mention it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then he's like, "Oh shit, I'm out of here." And then there's like a couple. There's someone else who wants to play Card Wars. But I don't think they ever actually play it as much as in the episode called yeah. Card Wars, yeah, where yeah, they yeah, spend they like the whole the whole game playing it. So. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of Adventure Time, yeah, Pendleton Ward stepped down. Yeah, yeah, yeah a while ago, and then kept yeah. it quiet. And then people were like, "Hey, what's going on?" Yeah, but like he stepped down as showrunner. He's still like writing a bunch of them, and he's still yeah. like consulted on a lot of things. He didn't like walk away. Fully. He stepped down as 
showrunner. I, I think and I read really he was like super stressed out about it. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. He said well, that. because he was running not just the show, but the marketing and the toys yeah. and the licensing and really, the, yeah, exactly. He was talking the, about he's like he's like it's so stressful to see characters that you're in love with and you want you want the stuff to come out. You're like, yeah, I do want to have. Adventure Time toys. I would be so into Adventure Time toys if I was a kid or whatever. Yeah. Finn and Jake hoodies sounds fantastic. I don't want them to be shitty. Yeah. So he's like, so I got to pay attention. Yeah, exactly. He's like, you can be hands off in a show running environment, and he's like, I just couldn't. He's like, I couldn't let go of my intellectual properties. If there was something that came across my desk for everything, he's like, every little bit of merch, every little spinoff thing, every thing that they're doing and like they were yeah. in happy meals fuck like yeah like, yeah yeah it's big they were all yeah. over the fucking place he's like yeah it was just hyper hyper stressful every decision what they're going to be used for what they're going to be commercial so he's like yeah i'm just in a creative capacity only writing some of the episodes and mm-hmm. on as a consultant so it's not a full bailed on adventure time and, they were, and people ask him too they're like would you do it again he's like no really he's like fucking he's like i'll make cartoons i'll make web cartoons like he's doing brave stories. stories yeah exactly that's and good. he's like that's He's like, there's like two pieces of merch for Bravest Warriors, and it's like, it's also done through Cartoon Hangover, which kind of handles everything. It's much more creator friendly and stuff, cool. and it's not Cartoon Network. But he's like, yeah, he's like, I couldn't do it. He was way too stressed. I, I kind of, I haven't watched more than halfway through season five. I think. Did yeah. you guys finish it all? Season no, I'm way behind. Season? I'm way behind. Way behind. I haven't even gotten to the cool what actually the world is yet. Oh wow! Yeah, you should. You should. You I know. Push I know. It's great. Maybe it's, when Archer gets old enough to appreciate it a little. I'm kind of waiting for that. Yeah. Really, for him yeah. to be like three or four, and I can sit down and start over. I haven't watched the most the, the current season, but I've heard that it's a little less good. Yeah, like goddamn Pendleton Ward leaving the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, and it's not bad, but apparently it's just. I mean, if it's and it's sort of like if you're like, you can totally see that too. Even if you have like a bunch of good creative people and a bunch of people who are like really like the product, like it's not theirs. You mm-hmm. know, or it's just kind of like, like just like imagine like your D and D game, where suddenly you're like, Keith's gonna DM it now. He's gonna like run the storylines by me and i'm gonna like say yeah okay i would do that or whatever and then maybe you'll write a couple like little scenarios but i'm running the game the game's gonna oh. get a real different feel you oh, know like, shit, john you pick a pick a real dm don't hand it over to keith no man i'm running my first game we're talking about it on the website <laughs> there's an article up about it right now yeah yep. fact but yeah yeah exactly like you can see how yeah, like but your first game of your own game not John's of mine. Yeah. No, no, no. no. Uh, yeah, exactly. You give, that, you give that shit to like Eric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get your point. It's, 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 it'll be different. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So no matter what, and if you're really into that feel of it, it doesn't necessarily mean it's bad, but it's going to be different. So yeah, if they if they take out the D and D references, I'm going to be a very sad man. I doubt it. He's still he's still written entire episodes since he left. Okay. So like, I don't think there's going to be. I don't know. How, how involved is Mac Groening in The Simpsons? God, I think it comes and goes. <laughs> I, have, I don't know. Actually, I wonder. Yeah. Oh, well, apparently, like some that, that's a show that probably got better when he backed off Back, a little bit. Really? I think so. He those first two seasons are not not classics. great. Yeah, I know, I know. Especially the first one's really, really rough. But that's yeah, fair. Come on, the first season of so many shows is bad. Like Bab Five, Buffy, like even yeah, much beloved yeah, shows. You, you also you also don't necessarily know too. That'd be kind of interesting. Someone get on this. Uh-huh. Is to like. To tell, like, the story of early seasons. Like, fucking, those seasons might have sucked because of Fox not letting them do anything. Because they're like, yeah. you yeah. have a fucking foul mouth cartoon, and we're trying to put it into prime time. You can't do this, you can't do that, you can't do whatever. Like, there might have been what? a minefield to get... This is, like, the late 80s, and they're trying to get a cartoon into prime time? Foul mouth? Are you talking about South Park? No. Simpsons. Bert wasn't foul mouthed. Yeah, he, don't have a cow, man. He backtalked, called his dad by his first name. Backtalked to him all the time. Oh my god, dude! dude it was the nineties. Well, it wasn't there was, fucking. There was alcoholic abuse. That was yeah. Your dad that chokes the kid, and that's it, the joke. It was not yeah. the Cosby Show. Yeah, it was not the Cosby. You're saying show. come on, but there is like you don't remember. Maybe I do. I remember better than you. I'm like three years older than yeah, you. Exactly. And yeah, exactly. And I remember not like not being allowed to watch The Simpsons when I was like seven or eight years old when it was coming out Man. because it was like foul mouth and you stuff. You were not allowed to watch the Care Bears, Keith. <laughs> oh, Good I also wasn't God. allowed you to watch allowed Ghostbusters because have... there were spirits. You weren't allowed to have zippers. <laughs> <laughs> All your clothes were held together by hooks. I only had Velcro. There were no cars in your households. <sighs> there were a lot of cars in my household. There were carriages, Keith. <laughs> I had to churn the butter every morning at 5 a.m. But yeah, no, but I, and I, I don't know how you lived that Amish lifestyle. That is weird. Yeah. Oh, I, I remember when South Park came out, and that was like a big, yeah. big yeah, to-do. Yeah, yeah. yeah, South, South Park was way more, but yeah. Simpsons was still had a bit of that. 
Like, there was a bit of that backlash of, like, he's a bratty kid, and why are we celebrating a bratty little kid? Yeah. Like, you're right. Uh, just, just when they figured out when it was actually Homer that was the star. I think that's when the show got... Took off, rather took than off. Bart. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There was a there was a Vice article the other day that was fucking hilarious. On the subject of? On the subject of Bart Simpson and bootleg Bart Simpson merchandise. And, like, there's, like, a collector of it who, like, tracks it down. Specifically, like, <laughs> bootleg garbage, like... In that, Don't have a cow man yeah, like, made in Sri Lanka. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, and he has such like, a fucking hilarious collection. And they were like, they're like, you kind of it was kind of a thing, and like it's still a thing too. Like they were like the, the Warner Brothers characters, like dressed as gangsters and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like the best is or or like Taz and Harley Davidson for some reason. All these like the, like some of Bugs that I, Bunny in a Harley Davidson of, leather like, jacket. No, no. Some of that stuff Simpsons, is licensed. Simpsons plus Jamaica. Yeah, that I never understood. Man, there were a lot of Jamaican Simpsons t-shirts. Yeah, like really? Bart has dreadlock hat on. Yep. Then you're like, and is black sometimes. And you're like, <laughs> what is going on? Like, okay, he's black now. Oh, that makes me miss X Entertainment. <laughs> God, I love that website. X Entertainment? X Entertainment was one of my favorite websites when the internet was Keith, starting. Keith turned me onto it, and man, did I rip through that. What was it? That was, it's everything I want 9to5 to be. Uh, do, do you like daily articles? No. I what is like X Entertainment? <laughs> I, was, I, I, I think it was a blog. Still, I think it's still on. It's still on, but it's not updated. No, you can go back. Good. So yeah, it was this guy, what, basically run by like one guy and like his friend sometimes, but mostly, and he was... It's a lot like Man of Five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yay. He would like dig up shit from the 80s and then mm-hmm. like write like 2,000 word articles about like a single episode, like the worst episode of He-Man. He's and, probably got wow. the most, he's probably done the most intensive research on the Friday the 13th franchise I've ever read. Oh yeah. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like um, the, the shitty, he has like... Shitty 80s food that he would... Track keep, down on eBay. Track, he, track down and then keep. Like, he then, had those Ninja Turtle popsicles in the back of his freezer for, like, two years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. And then he was like, I think today's the day I'm going to eat one. Oh! <laughs> the, the microwavable McDonald's meals? Oh. Yeah, exactly. You could get micro, like, McDonald's brand microwavable meals, like, in the grocery store. At wow. And he's like, these are awful. <laughs> Just like, it, yeah, because he, he ended up, he was a big fucking toy nerd when right. he started. And then had to, like, make some money on eBay. And then found that he could, like, make a living on eBay. Like, with, like, he had a, he had an eye for what was what Rare. was valuable. We're coming up on the hour. Right. He had an eye for what was valuable. And just, like, could, like, look at box lots and see two or three things in the box lot photo that actually had a bit of a resell. And then he, like, would He'd be, like... He'd go nuts picking it up. He would just, like, flip back and forth and made enough money for that. But also ended up with, like, monster, monster collections of... Stuff of just stuff, like and also he like talked about like sprucing it up. Like his article on he was like how to sell a was it how to sell a viscera action figure on eBay? It's like, <laughs> it's like take like a hundred pictures. It's like all these different pictures of the viscera action figure. Talk about how cool viscera was. <laughs> Link to a match of viscera. It's like explain that Viscera was a terrible wrestler and that they did not make a lot of action figures of him. It's like just like this giant thing. He's like, if you have like a well researched eBay thing, uh-huh. it makes up for the fact that a Viscera action figure is like There was no demand for it. Well, exactly, but he's like it creates a demand for it. And he's like, I'm not he's like, What am I selling this Viscera action figure for? Ten dollars. Right. You know, but he's like, it's worth like five. <laughs> he's like but it's gonna make five bucks repeat a hundred times yeah yeah exactly and you made 500 bucks and like that's how he would make his money but yeah his reviews of stuff were just uh, and he also was a big fan of dollarama and bootleg toys and yeah, yeah, the yeah. mexican flea markets he had and articles that just being like trip to the dollar store <laughs> and it was like me and three friends all had 20 dollars and we got this stuff from the dollar store and it's like and again Taking that was one of the things that made the website fucking really good, and one of the things we could we could learn mm-hmm. is just like photos and like photos and photos and like captions on the photos and just like fucking just like visualizing all the garbage of like let's look at the packaging like with the first time he got the he when he had the Kinder toys <laughs> they don't have Kinder toys in the states right yeah yeah I know so he's it's like, okay so this is a Santa Claus and it's like a chocolate Santa Claus okay I opened him up and. There's an egg in his stomach. Okay, why is there an egg in Santa Claus? Why is there a toy in the egg in Santa's stomach? <laughs> With what another the, egg. What the fuck is going on here? But like, it takes him so long to like unwrap it. It's right. Like, oh, there's a toy in here. Fucking good shit. X Entertainment. That was the first thing I said about your articles. They need a second image to break up the... The new the, one has a second image. Ah, good boy. <laughs> I'm good always like... I, man. I, I, I'm always want more pictures. Yeah. And I just need to think a little bit ahead of what my articles are going to be about and take more photos of them. So okay. Take pictures of yourself. 
like you're talking, like you're reading the article out loud to you, someone. Uh, Get you uh, in front of the fireplace with the pipe and the dog at your feet. And and sniffer brandy. Sniffer brandy. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. That's the hour, guys. Anything you want to jam in there? Just jammed. Just jammed it in here. Scott, closing uh, comments. Um, Gotham is getting better. Flash is still fun. Uh, I'm not up to date on Arrow. John. Wait on Civ by Legend of Grimlock. I also am watching Gotham and it's okay. I'm playing Far Cry 3. And American Horror Story was good. We didn't even talk oh, about yeah. it. We'll, 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 we'll come up on that next week. We'll come back to American Horror Story. It'll yep. be like Twisty the Clown. Twisty the fucking clown, man. Internet yep. star. Internet star Twisty the Clown. This is Nine of Iron Name. Look, if you're a fan of the show and uh, the site in general, uh, please take the time to like us on Facebook. We are number 9TO5DOTCC, 9to5.cc on Facebook. And uh, also follow us on Twitter. We're at sign number 9TO5CC number on Twitter. So, uh, And also be sure to check back on the site for something on Mondays, probably. Uh, we have Zombies and Loathing After the Bomb, usually on Tuesdays. We have a new comic in 9to5 Illustrated every Wednesday. A new podcast every week, usually on Thursday. It's either going to be a 9ES or a Go Plug Yourselves. And on Fridays, we have Fine Arts with either Sophie and Scott. And, uh, you know, maybe John will even uh, contribute one of his mega articles at some point, too. You can only hope. Alright, thanks. 9to5.cc. We're not working. Why should you? Thanks for listening.